Hey, what's up, Dudicles? It's Junkle and them kicking ass for you right here on Geekscape.net with my little Tiger Cub friend. I gotta tell you, we got a kick-ass episode today. They reviewed the brand new Street Fighter movie. I gotta tell you, it's not as good as my Street Fighter movie, but hey, what is? I'm Junkle and them. It's the best. Anyway, guys, I gotta tell you, Johnny is the number one guy, even next to me. He's been giving you kick-ass episodes this long. I wouldn't give up on him just yet. I'm going to go hang out with my little pussy friend, and I ain't talking about Gilmore. I'm talking about this cute and cuddly little tiger kid. That's what I got to do, all right? So while I'm training, you be staying in school, stay off the drugs, and keep rocking Geek Scab. Yeah, you number one. What's up guys, welcome to episode 110 of Geekscape. This is the weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast where every week, myself, Jonathan Lennon, am joined with a guest host uh, and we talk about latest news and reviews, right Gilmore? That's over what we here. do. Um, movies, video games, and comics. This week we've got Zach Haddad over here. Um, he does writing for Film Threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you still do that stuff? I do sometimes. Yeah, I haven't really done anything in a while, but uh, Film Threat's... Kind of in a weird place right now, I guess you could say. We don't need to talk about it, no. right? Because it'll make you uncomfortable. Is it because the Mark moved away for a chick? I guess you'd say oh, that. Shit. I, I miss Mark. You just yeah. put it out there. <laughs> Our good buddy Mark Bell, who we spent uh, a good episode uh, about a year ago. He's the guy who runs Film Threat. And well, he, we, we uh, hung out on. Uh, remember when Ben. Do you listeners remember when Ben Dunn had a. A bedroom in a garage. Not we a bedroom. Did, uh, uh, a living like, situation. Like, a, like an apartment in a garage. That's what it was. It was I just call a, it a garage fuck dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the and we, hump sign. Remember the hump sign? Yeah. We remember those good old times. We Over used to do an episode. Bed? We used to do an episode there. Mark Bell joined us on the couch there. Um, Chappy pooed or peed. Chappy peed on the carpet. Oh yeah. man, we had some good memories in that place. I remember that episode actually. Uh-huh. I like it because the people who are listening right now who weren't watching then don't know who Chappie is. And it just uh, sounds like we took a homeless guy <laughs> off the street who's like, Chappie, this is old Chappie. Remember when Teeth McGillicuddy came in? <laughs> Our good buddy Chicken Joe's made him. <laughs> Go back and explore the old episodes of Geekscape on iTunes. I think you'll enjoy them. And, uh,. You'll find them enlightening for situations like this when you don't know what the hell we're talking about. But we're going to find out what we're talking about soon enough because we got plenty to talk about. Um, what have you been up to? We haven't seen you since like it's, the party. It's been a while. Yeah, I've been doing random... I haven't seen you for like 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah, I think... <laughs> uh, what have I done as recently? I've um, <laughs> completely gone apeshit crazy over the room. Again, I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah, ever yeah. seen. I yeah. still haven't seen the room. I've I've been going I to screenings like I, I saw it. Do you, probably... do you want to do a Saturday night? Yeah, it okay. will. It just happened, but okay. next March it's it's going to be like March twenty something. But okay. it's 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 honestly like I'm going to say right now, those who are in LA who've never been to the room must go to the Sunset Five like the last Saturday of each month. It's yeah, phenomenal. Here's the thing: when I when still I, haven't done it. When I first moved to LA, a lot of you guys know that uh, if you've been listening, that I was like a, a driver. I, I drove packages around for my first couple uh, years in Los Angeles, and I would always be stuck on 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 La Brea, and I would see this billboard for the room, and it had this guy who looked like like Gene, like, like, like Gene Simmons, like a later years depressed Gene Simmons, and it just said the room, and it was this self-financed movie that this guy made as like a freaking drama, mm-hmm. and it was so bad that everybody treated it as like a gauntlet film comedy, and people started going to see it, and for those of you outside of LA that don't know what we're talking about, it beca- it's like a local event that you can go to once a month, and uh, people love it, they, they have like 
It's yeah. our Rocky Horror. You'll it's, see some it's people. It's like a Rocky do, Horror, right? Yeah, my uh, favorite thing because in the room itself, there's a uh, a portrait of a spoon, <laughs> and every single time you see this spoon, you have to start throwing spoons at the at the screen, and you'll see that like they, the characters play football with each other, yeah. but they're standing like how far away Gilmore and I are right now, and so people. Oh, this movie just sounds horrible. It's it's completely. Ridiculous. But now, but, the, but now the the people who made it are claiming that they made this brilliant yeah, comedy, and I'm like, no, you didn't make a brilliant comedy. You fucked up on such a large scale that you crossed over the spectrum into complete. He, he says the funny shit. I'm sorry to cut you off there. Oh no, I can't. Like, I can't wait. There's uh, a trailer online. Like if you guys yeah, are curious, there's yeah. a trailer. Online I actually have a shirt. I have a shirt that has on the front like uh, lines from it, and one's like, "You're tearing me apart, Lisa." Lisa yeah. And uh, on the back, it's like a portrait of like him and some other people. It's. It's so bad, but it, uh, every time, uh, or at least recently, I've seen he uh, he actually shows up beforehand. Tommy does the guy uh -huh. he like directed it, wrote it, produced it. Um, the list goes on and on of his involvement with it. But the shit he says is hilarious. Like he's he'll be like express yourself, laugh, cry, enjoy, and I'm like, dude, come I on. created a full <laughs> experience that takes you through the range of human emotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but yeah, I'm I'm just gonna keep going. I found a group of friends finally who will stomach the room, and so uh, I'll go to you. I'll go with you. Okay. I just you know I'll, I'll go with you. It'll be fun. Make it work. Last, that's the last Saturday of every month. Right. Yeah, I'll hit me up on the March one. Done. Um, I would the the writer director thing or the writer director actor thing just always scares me. I, my um, art director for this commercial I'm shooting this week was complaining today that he's on this movie and the guy who wrote it, financed it, is starring in it, and that there's a sequence where um, he's telling a speech and whenever like the camera's on him, he goes for it. But whenever they do reverse angles and he's still part of the shot, he'll just like say it like this. Like he's conserving himself for his performance. <laughs> so when you see the movie, it's gonna be like, who wants to go after Bison? <laughs> like it'll be like this big band dance, <laughs> and then it'll cut to like the people watching, and he'll be like, I love that speech. By it's the way. so like, bad. I'm gonna get in that boat, and what the, yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to go home? And who wants to come with me? Yeah, the Van Damme uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> Is uh is something that not a whole lot of people appreciate. I mean, you got to think about it in like the canon of Van Damme movies. It's not a strong point, but now you look at it in the canon of video game adaptations, and it's starting to not look too bad. Especially after this last weekend, uh, Gilmore and I went to see For You. Okay, you can blame me for just being stupid and going to see Norbit. Yeah. But I couldn't skip a video game adaptation doing a show like Geekscape. Right. So Gilmore and I went to see this Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li, starring Kristen Crook, Chris and Crook, and um, uh, who, who's who's in it? The dude from from uh, Kristen Crook, is uh, Chris Klein, Chris, Chris Klein, Klein, who I heard a good has buddy angry ears. nostrils yeah. a lot. Of the time. And, hey, um, what's up? And uh, we've got a Michael Clark Duncan, who's a pretty capable actor. And what's his name? Like a character the dude from, two, the dude from uh, Band of Brothers, who yes. plays on Bison. Yeah, that guy's a great actor. Like. I think I think these are I think Michael Clark Duncan and he are really good actors and I mean come on Chris Klein like you wouldn't even interview him at the Scream Awards <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that I awards. love that freaking clip that clip is amazing I'll, I'm playing that right now Yeah I'm good Hey what's up You know I'm what am I going to ask him that being said, uh, and Christian Crook is, you know, I, I mean, she just no, she has the she's acting a sweetheart, range. She, but I mean, on you a big screen, like you start to see the holes. She, se but she seems like she's just really, she doesn't know how to feel emotion. You know, you know what? I, you say something like that. Now, this movie, she plays Chun Li. It's that's her story, and she goes in search of M. Bison, who has kidnapped her father. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and he's held by Balrog and freaking Vega, who's played by Taboo of the Black Eyed Peas. From Black Eyed Peas. And yeah. um, the whole thing is silly. Just straight up silly. But um, you can you can jump on someone like Kristen Crook and be like, oh, her performance, this and that. But when the directing makes someone like Michael Clark Duncan laughable. Do you watch Smallville, like, though? Like, just absolutely laughable. you got to start thinking that there's more um, at, you know, there's more at play here than just... She, you know, she's not a good actress. Well, also written actress. by the guy who did uh, the big 
hit? Was that the, the Mark Wahlberg movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That makes me sad. The big hit was fun. Were you going to break up with me? <laughs> I, I like that movie, The, the big, big Hit. The big hit was really fun. That whole scene where they have the girl tied up in the yeah. chair. They're trying to hide it from Christina Applegate. It was great. <sighs> Figure that. It's I, mainly I, fun I, because of Lou Diamond Phillips, my good buddy Chavez E. Chavez. Um, no, uh, this movie is pretty bad on all grounds. Like, I'm not gonna give you a fluff review. This movie is really, really bad. And at the beginning, Gilmore and I are sitting in the theater and we're watching this, and it's and it's bad in an entertaining way. <laughs> like, like we're laughing. Yeah. And a lot of you guys may be attracted to go try and see the film or rent the film one day, just knowing that. It's bad on the level of being funny, you know? After about 20 minutes of it, it's just numb. Like, you just get really numb to it. It's not funny anymore. Then it just becomes, like, painful. Then a car pulls up, and a man steps out. This Chris Klein character, he plays Charlie. This is one... I mean, it's like he's... It's like he's written like David Caruso from uh, CSI Miami because he has awesome these he has these kick-ass one-liners after every scene, and he delivers them like a like a tube of toothpaste. I mean that, that that's like what he was method acting. He's like I'm gonna method act the color purple. Like he was horrible. <laughs> he was horrible. It, he would literally turn. I mean Gilmore, I I want to do it, but. I think you should do your Chris Klein impersonation because just you do the, it just, really well. Just the regular, just like the, no, he actually had lines because like, he had lines. God, I love my job. Yeah, like he had like CSI Miami lines that like, you've got to love this town. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, and I think we got shushed by the guy behind us once. Is that what happened? I think oh, so. What because, an idiot, really? So yeah, I mean, actually did that. Actually shushed us for making I'm fun of I'm trying to enjoy this art. <laughs> Well, you're ruining the spirit for me. Puts a couple quarters up in front of the screen. It's like no. no. <laughs> um, I think we got shushed because Gilmore literally in that clip you guys just saw of Gilmore not uh, making fun of uh, Chris Klein. He does a pretty good accurate impression <laughs> of, of the dumb face that he gives, and it was almost a drinking game in this movie. He does it about ninety times, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and Gilmore goes. He just did my impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> the guy goes, "Shh, come on, guys. I've lost the movie here." <laughs> but there are several times in the movie where Chris Klein will say some asinine fucking line. Every other line in this movie is asinine, yeah. <laughs> and he'll do this face like this. Just do it to the camera real quick. His "I'm cool, too cool for school." Chris Evans took my career. Uh, <laughs> do do oh, it. Yeah, just, uh, just, uh, just uh. Come on. Oh. What's the what, what's the matter? You forget to pay the phone bill. Which was, I think, a line yeah. from the movie. It was a line from wow. the movie. Yeah, yeah. Bison is so powerful. He <laughs> shuts down the like Interpol investigation, and he walks in, and, and everybody's <laughs> like, everybody's like packing their boxes. He goes, "You forget to pay the phone bill." It's like you're out of a job, dickhead. Are you making jokes? <laughs> I I haven't seen that guy in a movie since Rollerball. To be honest, with uh, there's, like, a, there's a reason for that. Yeah, you know, so, like, uh, I was just talking about yesterday. We were talking about people and uh, people who you can't really trust mm. um, to tell you their opinion <laughs> on movies. Are you talking about somebody we both know? Um, yes, but not who you're thinking. Uh, we're thinking of uh, Eric and Hong's friend Noah, uh, and basically how uh, he says. Uh, they're like, we can't trust Noah. Noah likes fucking everything. Like, he was talking about rollerball. I was like, yeah, you know what? Rollerball wasn't that bad. Yes, oh. it was. <laughs> yeah, it was really terrible. Everybody's got that friend who's like, this is fucking awesome, man. I, I thought all the Joel Schumacher Batman movies were great. No, and and they, the, the prequels are fucking sweet, bro. And they get up from a movie kind of self-righteous if they're seeing it yeah. with you. And they're like, I know what you're going to say. But I like this movie. <laughs> okay? Let me like what I like. I know you went to film school and all. You're a snob. But Mission to Mars was a, was an experience that has to be experienced in the series. <laughs> I I highly enjoyed Punisher Warzone. I'm just going to bring up that one again and well, make we'll you see, hate me. See, no, no, Gil Gilmore and I had that conversation, okay? And we and I and I compared it to Punisher Warzone. I said this movie was just fucking Street dumb. Fighter. Like Street Fighter mm. was just retardedly dumb and not enjoyable on that level. Um Gilmore said that he enjoyed Punisher Warzone more, a lot, more. a lot more than seeing really? than seeing this dull, dull, dull Street Fighter. I mean, this thing looked like it was shot on like the '80s film stock that that you can only find in Hong Kong, circa John Woo's film, <laughs> like early filmmaking. Yeah, 
and it looked like it was going to go straight to like a, a TNT weekend movie or something. It was it was just dull. Um, nothing new, nothing great. Right, but then I, I mean, it, it's, it, dude, it's the same director. Like who, it's the same director who did like the freaking uh, Steven Seagal and an in a rapper movies. Oh, like, and a rapper. Yeah. Like, like, like he did uh, the Steven Seagal and a rapper. And there's and, there's, oh, oh. and Glimmer Man. Yeah, you know he he also Ridiculous did he also Man. did Doom. Oh, it's right. that guy. Same director. So it's just really? like really, I didn't know that. I would not have gone with you at nine in the morning to see. But this. but dude, he's also like a talented DP. He did like Speed. You know, he's a, as a as a DP director of photography. He's really good. Oh. You know, but. Maybe he should have just been a cinematographer on this one because there was no visually it didn't like no the movie's a joke really just straight yeah up. I think he needs somebody to put the design together but uh, we're talking about this and, and Gilmore's like yeah I, I enjoyed Punisher Wars on a lot more it was just a lot more fun but to me I have more invested in the Punisher as a character so it just feels like a personal affront mm-hmm. when I watch something like Punisher Wars on in this movie I was able to dismiss enough to be like you know what Sunday after Sunday morning hanging out with my buddy Gilmore. I'm okay with this movie being what it was, and uh, you know, get me back to some semblance of my life. Well, the first thing I said to you uh, when we were walking out of the theater, I think was, I think it was "fuck you" or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. He goes "fuck you." <laughs> so that was Sunday. Cause I remember I was talking to you when I was I, I went to that Dave Gibbons thing. What was that? Yeah, you call me right I after that for directions. Ooh, like, I, well, by the way, Gilmore, here, uh, can you give me directions to something I know you can't go to because he had to do Geekscape that ooh, we ended up not doing? I'm sorry. Well, what's it, what's the name of the Dave Gibbons? Uh, over at the Westfield Mall where we actually saw Punisher at the Borders, I found out from one of my roommates that uh, he was going to be there signing. But here was the weird thing, was that you had to buy something in order to get something else signed. Sure. So you could get that... But, like, I had a bunch of shit I wanted to get signed. Like, I had the Comic-Con poster, and my, so my roommates couldn't make it, so I had posters of theirs. Couldn't get any of that stuff signed. But I got so this really cool signed? book. This uh, It's the Film Companion, and uh, it's actually a really cool book. And he was the nicest dude ever. I oh, even, is it the one with all the cool pictures? Like, the, all the, like, really detailed photography? That's, that's the portrait book. The, oh, okay. This one, it has Rorschach on the cover. Yeah. Half of it's the comic version, half of it's the, the uh, film version. So you had to buy something. I mean, you got to imagine, like, the borders place like there's gotta be an incentive like I don't I don't complain when somebody's like you gotta buy something or have me sign something you know plus what I mean? borders has I, 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 but but I would have just bought like like uh, packaged pretzels from their from their coffee shop and been like oh. here you go <laughs> no, but borders has here's, what, here's like a, a few months yeah. they have till like May and then they're done yeah something like that. here's a copy of Marley and me. Mr. Gibbons, can you sign it? <laughs> like, Make I mean, it out to Jonathan? I, I, I had no problem buying something like that's right. totally cool. I just thought like I could get something. More things signed than just one. I wasn't gonna get like here's my entire arsenal of yeah. But if you're a kid behind you in line, you're the biggest fucking dickhead there. Oh, and this, Mr. Gibbons. Oh wait, wait, just a couple more. Here you go, Mr. Gibbons. And fucking, you're just gonna eBay the shit out of all. Is is that how you feel about all those guys? Yeah. Oh, definitely. The guys that bring stacks like this. I I don't mind. I I, I don't mind big Yanks going to the New York Comic Con and like getting sketches done. Like Mm -hmm. that stuff's all cool. Like. uh, Ivan Kander, his sister always asks me like around like his birthdays around Comic Con. She always asks me like what to get him, so I usually pick him something up for Comic Con and ship it to her. <laughs> just to get I my, love how you threw down the fact that just you, to, you're just, just to get myself in like this a has nothing to do stuff. with the conversation. You're no, no. just proud that Ivan's I, I get, sister talks to you. Oh, she loves me, but 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 like I, so I get like autographs and stuff like that because right. I'm always getting him something like that. And uh, but these people who go up there and they're like, in this. Right. And this It's just abusive Yeah And going into the comic, the convention season It's abusive No I agree That's why I, when, when I do stuff like that I like to have them Like personalized And be like This is to Zach That way they at least know That I'm not going to sell Something that says like A random name off of eBay Yeah but how come Either you, that how or come you're your Dickhead roommates How come your dickhead roommates Couldn't be there Well one of them Had, had cancer to, Another one <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Well one went to His grandmother's birthday The other one Oh went, birthday It's been in funeral I guess so. Yeah. yeah. The, the other one it had um, comes first. had a uh, <laughs> uh, a, a <laughs> wow. But the other one's making a movie right now, and he had uh, a like a costume uh, fitting and all that for his actors that he had to go to. And uh, my roommate Rachel, who's super into the Watchmen, went with me and. She got uh, a copy of the book, had that signed, and we actually talked to Dave for a little bit, which was cool. And nice guy. Really cool guy. Like I even. Thought I'd get a little nerdy and show my uh, picture of me as the comedian, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, it's brilliant, man! I can't do a good British, yeah. you know, accent or anything." But he was totally. The second he walked away, he's like, "Fucking loser." <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Can you send me those pictures? I'll put them on the screen. You as a comedian? Done. I will do okay. that. What time are we at, Gilmore? They're on his Facebook. Where are we at? We're at 20. We have 40 more minutes to No, film. no, no. I'm just saying 20. <laughs> I, Gilmore and I, if you haven't noticed the sleigh of hand that goes on behind the camera, sometimes in front of the camera, Gilmore and I like to write down the time code when I'm supposed to put things up on screen. Movie magic. Movie magic. Um, let's move into movie news. Okay. Ke- Kevin Smith is going to direct uh, one of the first, the first script he's never, he, he hasn't written. He's going to do a movie called Couple of Dicks with... Uh, Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan playing, I'm guessing, detectives. And this is a movie ah, that he did not write. Exactly. He'll probably do rewrites of it. But, um... Just add conversation, huge chunks of conversation. Did I ever tell you the Tracy Morgan story when I was playing basketball over at Pan Pacific here in L.A. and Tracy Morgan's kid was playing on the next no, court over? Didn't. What happened? Like, I, I know, like, this um, new show with Tina Fey and all that, 30 Rock, yeah. 30 Rock like it, I know everybody loves it. It's a great and show. And loves Tracy Morgan. It's really funny. I will never accept Tracy Morgan into my life as being anybody who's funny because I heard him, like at the park, on the phone, being so belligerently like, freaking irate on the phone with whoever he was talking to, and his wife or girlfriend or something like sitting next to him, and he's he's not paying attention to his kid playing, and he's just doing this. He's yelling. He's going. Hip hop is a multi-million dollar fucking industry, son. I'm giving you millions of dollars worth of advice here. You should be paying me for this advice. I'm talking about your career here, son. And then he'd go, son, you gotta jump. They call it a jump shot for a reason. And I'm I'm sitting there like, it, it's so completely distracting that everybody in the game is like, who is this motherfucker yelling on the phone? Right. I mean, it was going on for a half hour, forty-five minutes. It was just—he was just him yelling on a phone, in public, to whoever the fuck he was. While he, his kid could have been shooting heroin instead of baskets, and I'm—I'm I'm, I'm just thinking, dude, like this is gross, 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 gross. Like the people you see in public, like yelling, constantly, just going on like tantrums. Yeah, but Tracy Morgan. Yeah, and it was so riddled with like, gangsta lingo and like bullshit that I was just like. It's not painting me a good picture. You know what I mean? When you see celebs like in the shopping mall or something like that in celebs. L.A. And you see like like celebrity people. You know, recognizable people. Like you get recognized, Gilmore. When you see them at like the grocery store or something like that, you're like, okay, cool, cool. They're usually pretty low profile. This guy pretty much wanted everyone at the park to know he was in charge of that fo- end of the phone conversation. And it couldn't have been the more like a more self-important bullshit way to act. And uh, I just found it completely... Ridiculous, and I was like, "Dude, you're you're not funny to me." You know, this is—is is this the real you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it kind of grossed me out. Dude, so. that's what I say. So he wasn't controlling his uh, his kid. Dude, I don't even know. I don't know. Well, yeah. you start to think like, why does a guy like that? He, usually, you don't do shit like that in public just because he's believe that he can do you that, know, or why? I mean, then again, you get Christian Bale freaking out on his movie set and this and that. So whatever. I mean, yeah. maybe the guy was having a bad day, but I I was in pretty much shock, and it affected me. Yeah, it ruined your day. It's okay. You can ruin my total can, day. Can we do the episode Lee Zach Haddad uh, Mike move? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Is yeah, that, Zach, what, I was wondering because you were looking like, down at my chest. More, I'm like, I know more, you like that. Like, area. Every time he's like moving, where should I put it? I just don't know where will it not move. Let's on put it this, there. on this cavernous man on his beard. You like that right there? I do like the way that sounds. <laughs> How's that sound? Does oh that God. actually work? It sounds. Hold on. We just mic'd Zach's beard. Yeah, right? it's beard. It's it's. How's that? Mic beard time. That sounds. I great. can't believe they could actually work. That's yeah. Hilarious. Just be careful with the. Are we gonna mic Zach's beard? Is that how we do it? I turned it down. Zach, talk. Honestly, okay. <laughs> how clear is that? That's a lot better. Just really? Don't laugh that much. That's right. Or That's kind of hard. Pull so that shit back, motherfucker. What happens if he laughs? <laughs> I fucking hate you now, Brian. <laughs> How was that? Was that a bunch of? No, that, was actually, that actually wasn't that bad. Okay. Yeah. So beard just about as much as it was when he laughed on his chest. Now we know what to do whenever um, Ralph Opel comes back. Right. That's so. true. Um, guys, Samuel Jackson. Uh, we talked about whether or not he was going to keep playing Nick Fury in these Marvel movies. There's a rumor that he signed for nine more of them so looks like we're going to have intense. our Nick Fury consistently through a couple of different movies um, Jonah Hex and Green Lantern Warner Brothers are putting out those movies based on the comics they've got release dates now it looks like Jonah Hex is coming out on August 6th 2010 
And then a couple months later on December 17th, we're going to get Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. Hopefully they get Martin Campbell to do that movie because yeah. I think he's a pretty fucking good explosions blockbuster director. And, yeah. You know, they're getting that thing primed for Oscar season. I'm kidding. I think that December 17th just means that kids will be out of school and they'll be ready to see freaking Green Lantern. I heard a bunch of actors turned it down already. And they're looking. Yeah, they got um. Who, what's the name of that dude from the um, Notebook? Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. He turned it down, but and he would have been good, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, the kid who played Speed Racer, Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. I don't think he could have played Green Lantern. He Hal could, Jordan. Or Hal Jordan. Yeah, he can't play no. Come on, Emil Hirsch. He's just a little bit too young. You know what I mean? Uh... Well, they they, they want to go after what's his name. Um... Uh, the the new Kyle Reese. I, for, I forget his name right now. Uh, he was Char- Charlie Bartlett. I don't know. Did you... oh. oh yeah yeah yeah. The, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. The, the kid who's in. So Star they're Trek. looking really young mm-hmm. then. No, because I would want a Hal Jordan because they're looking to know, do. The, they're, if they're looking to do a Justice League movie along the lines of what Marvel. They didn't so go. All Avengers I'm saying movie? is they didn't go freaking young with Batman Begins. Right, but Batman Begins isn't going to be part of the whole JLA thing. I don't think they should do that freaking JLA thing, man. Well, they're probably going to do it because they're seeing it's working it's out for cop. Marvel. It's not, Marvel has yet to do that. Right, but they have all, they all need this to buzz do, and look, all, any look, Marvel movie that's coming out. Green are. Lantern is the equivalent of Iron Man, right? Before the, the DC Universe. Think about it. I mean, he's not a first-tier character. He's a second-tier character. He's oh, behind, okay. You mean he's like, be, yeah, he's behind Superman, Batman. Right. Just the same way that Iron Man's behind Spider-Man, the Hulk, and Captain America, right? Okay, okay. So... Why, I just don't understand why you're going young and trying to put this whole little universe together when it hasn't been proven as something. I mean, dude, the Avengers could come out and flop. It won't. But um, it's a huge gamble. And you're mm-hmm. just already sort of going to copycat just because they're put a couple headlines together. They're going to try and make that deal. I love. I can't even look at you right now yeah, with that I, microphone. <laughs> you're ridiculous. But um, Your voice sounds a lot better. Like It has a lot more bottom end like John's does. I think somebody okay. like... I like it. I think somebody I'm like down. Ryan Gosling is the oh, right yeah. choice. But somebody young, it's like, he's going to get his nuts kicked in. The most important thing about a Green Lantern is that you have this chiseled jaw. The guy is jacked. He's mm-hmm. ready to kick some ass for you know Space Sector 2814. It's just, uh, I remember a while ago they wanted to have Jack Black be Greenland. I don't know if it's how Jordan. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Probably is a Kyle Rayner. Yeah. That's when they were just like, you know what, Catwoman, we'll just keep making great comic book movies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Glad to see that you guys have turned that around. Uh, Green Hornet, we almost weren't going to even get a Green Hornet Michelle movie. Gondry? And now, as Zach tells us... Sorry. No, 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 Zach. Zach, you're the co-host. Okay, yeah. You can I'm I'm hearing that Michelle Gondry's going to direct it. What's what's what's, uh, Chow's involvement with this now? Is he just going to be Kato or is he gone entirely? I don't know, but I think he may just be Kato. I hope he does. I fucking love him. I just saw uh, recently that Fly of the Concords episode that Michelle Gondry uh, directed, and I was actually entertained. Do you watch Fly of the Concords? Uh, Are you talking about the new season? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, it was it was pretty entertaining. There's some fun moments in it that uh, I could see him kind of branching out. I just don't want to see him write his another movie because we saw these last like Be Kind Rewind and Science of Sleep. Like he's, Science of Sleep was good. I like Science of Sleep. It's it's okay, but I can but, see like, why you'd only watch it once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I've only I have only seen it once. But yeah. so like I like to see him take some other subject matter again, like he did with Eternal Sunshine, and yeah, we'll see. Okay, I do like him. And, I, and I'm interested to see uh, Because we got David Gordon Green Kind of doing an action type movie With Pineapple Express mm-hmm. And he's an indie heavy director And Michelle Gondry is so interesting It'd be cool to see him go for something That was semi-commercial too and, and what kind of originality and texture He can give to something that usually is Textureless right. You know what I mean? Usually doesn't have that indie Approach, that that aspect to it So when I saw that, I immediately got more excited about it than um, than I was immediate, you know, originally. I mean, even Stephen Chow, who's going to give it like that comic book, you know, Chuck Jones feel, and that's like okay, that's cool. It's a Green Hornet, but it's candy. Now yeah. there's a chance that this movie can be candy and good for you, but actually, you know, have right. some have some kind of warm depth to it. But dude, I got to tell you that that uh, CJ Seven. Do you ever see that Stephen Chow movie, mm-hmm. CJ Seven? Fucking brutal. Yeah, no, it is. It's a family movie. It's, Laura was crying. Was watching that movie. Laura cried watching that. Really? Movie. Yeah, the one with little alien. And yeah, stuff like that. I love you that like movie. Little Pet Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? 
He's trying to hear my voice. Gilmore's like listening to the, the headphones. He's like turning away from us, going, oh, "Where yeah. have we lost that? We, we really, really got to monitor the sound. Um, I got to be so careful over here." But he's doing it in such a distracting way that he's completely detracting from the show. Because I'm sitting here watching Gilmore turn around and just go like this. I'm listening to my Brian and I'm Adams, and I'm trying to keep my concentration. I've got Gilmore over here turn around. I've got Beardy <laughs> McMike stand over here, <laughs> and I'm just like. This is a house of fucking psychos. This is crazy. This is a house this of a horrors. House of psychos. <laughs> you guys are like you're. I don't use that as if it yeah. was a really pervasive. Well, no, you're. You're sitting here. You're he's sitting here with like a microphone hanging from here. <laughs> <laughs> you're turning around like you're like. No, daddy, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, I, I told you I was going to talk about this on Friday. Uh, Friday we were location scouting, and uh, we went to this. House. We went to a couple of different houses, <laughs> and in this one house in the valley that I went to, it was deep in the valley, and uh, it looked like for, it looked like speaking of like houses of psych, like a room of psychos, <laughs> this looked like the freaking like House of a Thousand Corpses type shit. I mean, remember that old movie with like um, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase and uh, Demi Moore with like the crazy Ron, people. What was that called? <laughs> like, I have, I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like John Candy in that movie. Yes, it's ridi- it's ridiculous. <laughs> they go on that roller really coaster. You know what I'm talking about? They live in like a junkyard. Dude, this woman was like the, the early stages of that family. We go to this woman's house and there's like propane tanks in the yard which are good for killing the killer when you're trying to escape from the house and like the killer's coming after you you can shoot the propane tanks and kill them mm-hmm. there are propane tanks in the yard there's dog crap everywhere in the back has like all this junk in it but it's like metal bed fixtures <laughs> you know like, me- like metal beds and springs and shit like that and she goes you want anything? I'm trying to get rid of it and I'm like are you kidding me? This is rusted junk. <laughs> like you can't yeah, get I'll rid of it. Yeah, take some propane. And she goes, she goes. They're shooting in the house right now, so I cleared out the kitchen. That's why all this stuff is out here. And it was shit that you would never want in a kitchen ever. It, it was all <laughs> disgusting. And I was like, you know, uh, my producer and I are kind of walking in there, and I go, so, so what are you guys shooting today? And they go, oh, they're using my uh, my house for MTV's parental control, which is that really. I th- I find it entertaining to be honest. I think parental control is entertaining to me to watch. Uh, it's two parents. It's a parents of a kid, and they're concerned about who they're dating. Mm. So they get they each pick an alternate for their daughter or their son. You know, so they uh, they set them up all these shitty dates, and they usually just go to Griffith Park or freaking out to the beach. That's like all they ever do. Yeah. Um, but while they're off on the dates, the dad and the mom are sitting with the like deadbeat boyfriend or girlfriend watching the successful dates going on, and then giving commentary, and then like the giving day. commentary. So, so I walk into this house, and, <laughs> and you see the setup with the two parents and the douchebag. And I walk into the house, and the control room is set up, which you guys have seen in like Punked when you see like Ashton Kutcher, like you know, or pulling the strings on Punked. You see yeah. that little control room area that they set up, uh, or in To Catch a Predator when you see the back area. And so I walk in, there's but the back area. And the lines on parental control, if you've ever seen this crap-ass show, the lines are horribly scripted. And I never thought it was this bad, but I go to the back, and there's literally three people, and this is their jobs. One guy is assigned the boyfriend-girlfriend, one person's assigned, like, the mom or dad, and, you know, maybe there's just two people, but they're sitting there, and and it's literally a guy going, All right, Dad, get ready. Um, We want you to say... How does it feel like to see her with a real man? How does it feel like to see her with a real man? Okay, now you say, whatever, Pops. Whatever, Pops. Good one, Junior. Good one, Junior. (laughs) Up yours. Up yours. Oh, it was so freaking... (laughs) And and I'm walking in and I'm just like, Oh my god, this is the most fucking retarded thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hearing like, like an echo of insane voices in your head. Because it's literally... Ooh, facial. Ooh, facial. You think I'm going to let that get to me? You think I'm going to let that get to you? Hmm, maybe now she'll have a good man. 
maybe now she'll have a good man. And I just wanted to fucking die. Keep in mind that the woman's like, the, like we already are giving this lady the impression that we are not going to freaking shoot in her house, right? Because the only yeah. nice part of the house has been made nice for remote control or whatever the show is. And the, the, whole, the whole time she's like, you sure you don't want to see the bedroom? You sure you don't want to see this? You sure oh, you don't man. want to see that? I'm like, oh my god, just show me the cellar so I can free the children and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of this, uh, I'm not going to say which show, but I worked on a VH1 reality <laughs> show not too long ago, and uh, it's so weird that like I see these crews, these awesome production crews that like you know uh, are just so professional and really know what they're doing they're making product and they're making absolute ass. shit yeah. yeah i just don't understand it eh, what are you going to do yeah. you know uh, you pay their rent yeah exactly Cre- creativity <laughs> is that x factor that not a whole lot of people have yeah. talent you know yeah i was uh, i was shocked to walk in and see that horror show in front of me <laughs> I immediately told the producer that I could be the third alternate boy, potential suitor for the girl. I would watch that then. I would be like, hey, 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 if she doesn't take any of these new guys, right here maybe, right here, host a podcast on my couch, just letting <laughs> you know my qualifications. You've been reading comics, Zach? Uh, I've, I've read a couple things recently. What have um, you been reading? I, I, I did go read Northlanders, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, after a little um, discussion. Yeah, I, I read Incognito by Ed Brubaker mm-hmm. and Sean Phillips, the first yeah, the issue. Se- the second issue's out. Oh, it is? I haven't picked that second up yet. second issue's out, and you start to find out more about the, the, the villain who runs the organization that our main character turned state evidence on mm-hmm. to get himself into the witness protection program. That's awesome. And he becomes aware that someone freaking, you know, turns state evidence and he finds out who. So now you start to see where Incognito is going. This is Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips' book, and it's awesome. If you guys like Criminal, you, you should really be reading this. Um, it's about a supervillain in the Witness Protection Program who starts kind of doing things for good. And now it looks like he's forced to do things for good because it looks like this big-ass badass is going to start coming after him from inside uh you know inside the uh the prison you know big badasses in prison they've always got people on the outside to mm-hmm. do their dirty work you don't want those people after you uh, and i've been reading umbrella academy but other than that like yeah, did you read the new one this week uh i didn't i have it though yeah i've I'm got sorry. it here okay yeah because uh i i liked the, the the first three or four issues and uh it's been it's been pretty good you read the first series of umbrella right academy. yeah yeah, yeah. i well, liked it in all honesty, this this one, uh, this is episode, this is uh, issue four out of the six issue storyline. Um, this one starts showing you like what the what like how it's going to wrap up. Oh. I was actually pretty shocked by the opening pages of this fourth issue. Really? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You'll Dude, you'll read it and to. be like, oh, you know, because when we, when you last saw them, like um, Space Man was co- like incapacitated. Uh, the uh, the the dude the seance who can t- who talk to dead people like he was his fucking head got shot and uh, yeah we had uh, the rumor and number five kidnapped so I'm I'm you got to read it I I'm trying to like get back into reading comics weekly again because for so long like there are months where but it I sounds like you're not going them. for the superhero stuff right you're yeah, not I'm, into that yeah <laughs> I've been covering the superhero stuff on the show like we talked about Avengers we talked about Green Lantern let me see what I read does it for Ooh, Wolf I'm hearing Man. that's really good. Wolfman's getting right good, dude. You gave this up. Because I got to like good. issue six. This is getting good. I love Tell Fear Agent. Wolfman, you pimp out Fear Agent. What do we got that's new? New uh, the Runaways. I don't, dude. I don't know if I can keep reading Terry Moore's Runaways, man. He took over for um, Brian Michael uh, Brian, Brian K. Vaughn, and it's just not good. Uh, it's just slow and boring. The Sword, dude. The Sword is always going to be good, but um. Dark Rain, New Avengers, all this. Green Lantern I talked about last week. Mighty Avengers. The, thing, the cool thing about Fear Agent and uh, and Gigantic, these are both Rick Remender books that gigantic? Dark Horse puts out. Remember when Biblioteca Bibliani was uh, on the show and he talked about a comic about um, this giant robot that lands in San Francisco and starts stomping people and then you realize that it's just a TV show that aliens have set up, that they created the Earth. Yeah. To, to be like a set for one of the TV shows. This the third issue of the series came out and you realize that this giant robot is coming to free the earth from the tyranny of this TV corporation. So imagine if like a CBS or a Fox or an NBC was big intergalactic organizations that used planets as their sets. 
Earth is one of the most popular shows, and he's like somebody who was kidnapped. In the second issue, you find out that he's somebody who was like kidnapped by aliens, and uh, made into like a gladiator for this for this network. And he became like the fucking Michael Jordan, right? Like he he became like the best, and he used his strength and everything to break free and say, "No, I'm going to liberate my home planet Earth." So he goes back to Earth. But he fucks up, he lands in San Francisco, kills a bunch of people, and now Earth doesn't want to work with him. <laughs> like, yeah. they still see him as a threat. Um, and in this issue, he has to, like, they're going to detonate the Earth's core, and he has to fight his way there and and keep them, because they're pulling the plug on Earth, which is the whole idea, which is kind of like that South Park episode. You remember Biblioteca telling us about that I do, now? I do. That's good. And then Rick Remender is also doing Fear Agent, which has just wrapped up a storyline. Um, I like my, you know, I, I like both of them. He also does this one for Dark Horse called um, what's the the End League, where it's like a Justice League, oh, but yeah, like right. after like they've already lost the Earth. And out of the three books that that I just described that Rick Remender does for Dark Horse, I would say that one's probably the weakest. I don't know where it's going, but if anybody is reading that book and knows what's going on, please tell me because it's hard to figure out what's going on from month to month. You know, yeah. on that book because I I'm not getting it. I read the new Scott Pilgrim that came out recently. Yeah, I I enjoy those. I don't know if you ever read. Yeah, them. yeah, we read. I read them. Oh, yeah. I read all. Yeah. What did you think of the new one? It's, it's like the Empire Strikes Back of the Scott Pilgrim series. What did you think, my friend? I uh, I thought it was fun. Yeah, they. Uh, I kind of agree with you at the end. Like it's it's going to set up good for this last book, I guess. But um, yeah, it's not my favorite. But I mean, I I'm just. Uh, so in love with that series that I'll kind of like whatever Brian Lee O'Malley puts out, I will I will read. And so, what's up with you and girls? You know, since we're on the subject of Scott Pilgrim, who has to fight his girlfriend's exes, mm-hmm. like what's up with you and women? We we know it, where Gilmore stands. Yeah, I ouch. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm kind of just start dating a chick actually. Wait, what? What? Yeah, I don't really? want to. Yeah, well, I don't want to throw names this. out until it gets a little... Because it's kind of new. It's it's new. I, I don't want to start... <laughs> you saw you with the fucking Probably, beard mic? <laughs> with the know. beard mic? But, uh, I don't know. Well, uh, it's kind of still How fresh. this? Like, maybe a couple weeks. It's not... A couple weeks is that's not that not new, that dude. New. That's like... That's, that's like, tell your friends, That's starting to lay down. Okay. Why don't you love us? Yeah. I do love you guys. I haven't heard of this girl. She, yeah, she passed the test? Who is this? I haven't cupped it. Like, I got a cup to make sure it's clean... Yeah, she's good. I mean, I hate to be, uh, you know. You, oh, you hate to have me cup or what? No, no, yeah, by I all can, means. By yeah, all means, can, yes, can, you're, you're allowed to. Yeah, cup the puss. I, mean, I, I just think it's a little too You know early. that, right? You know I cupped Ben's sister, right? Wow, really? Ooh, yeah. Well, yeah. long before. We're going right? there. Are they with the joke, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Ben's parents listen to this sometimes. Yeah, I know. Do you? Yeah. Look at you. How do you 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 think they got together? It's it's after your bedtime. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I I said, please, Mr. Dunn, this is important. One day you will have Leah and Ben as children, but before you do, I must cup your wife. Your potential wife. Jesus Christ. Ben, 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 I cupped your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I have to look out for everyone, see? I should just go back in time. I'm actually an old soul that is going forward in time, cupping potential people to make matches every (laughs) <laughs> to see how good they are. It's like another Time Lord, only all he does I'm is like, have sex with people. Time I'm, Lord, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm Doctor not, Who references? Or I, I'm not Time Cop. I'm Time Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I go through time and I go, she's good to date, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben said, that was like a, a year ago or something like that. With ben, when he first started being like, I kind of like Ben's sister. I don't know what to do about it. Ben's my friend. I'm so broken up about it. Oh, should I? Should not? Should not? And I was like... <laughs> You should, enough said. And it took you like, it took him like nine months to sack it up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good to go. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Zach, can you slap him? It wasn't sexual. It was more clinical. It was more clinical than anything. Slap don't, don't do him. It. Don't do it. Slap him. You slap me as hard as you can. Just yeah, go for it. What am I going to do? Really? I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> that wasn't hard. That was pussed down. Yeah, hard. Really? Right in the face. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's about 20%. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, give me a fifth. No, it's right, cool. Right, so, so, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. With your, with your beard, uh, are you kidding me when slapping the this audience? This does not need to become whack-a-mole. But that being said, bring her here and we'll cup. Okay. And I'll be like, no, no. When I have more, when I have more in the story to talk about, how about that? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. She's cool, though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's cool. I, I love that. You always ask that. Whenever, she's cool, though. When, yeah. when I was dating, no, like, sometimes really, you're de- really, no. really normally, you always just like, but she's cool, though. Are you she's sure? cool. Are you sure you want to be with this? Right no, because sometimes you get in these situations. When Laura and I broke up for a very small period of time before I realized I was stupid for breaking up with her in the first place, um, I remember hanging out with this chick and being like, so what do you want to do today? If anyone ever says... I'm still fucking laughing at that. I actually slapped you. I'm sorry. If anybody ever says, let's just go to the spaghetti factory, she's not cool. And if your friends ever... What's the spaghetti factory? Spaghetti factory. I've been to the the spaghetti factory. Yeah, it's like, like, dude, it's the most generic shit you can ever see. It's basically going to get front row seats to see giant Hispanic families eating a shitload of pasta. That's what it is. (laughs) And if you get the train car, you get to sit in a train car while watching Hispanic families eat a shitload of bread and pasta. Have you ever noticed... um, Have you ever... I don't know if... That's what the spaghetti factory is. How Hispanic was your Hispanic family? Because whenever I went to buffets with my Hispanic families, they fill up their plates like... Someone's gonna kill them if they come back for seconds. It's just like we it's have to funny. pile everything on here. We have to pile the Jello on top of the corn, on top of on top of the rhubarb, on top of the everything. It's like really. It sounds like my mom's side of family. But see, they're not about... Mexican. They're rednecks. So oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that. Rednecks too. Yeah, the they're just like, oh, gold, keep the, going. The Golden Corral. And, and here's the thing. Some people, you just, it's like, dude, I, I see in 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 restaurants and stuff like that, these fat asses. Just piling their plates on, and I'm like, have a little, like, have a little bit of like self awareness of what you're doing to yourself. Like, like, do you want to die that fast? And then they dress in no like, hometown buffet is awesome, dude. Then they dress in shit that they shouldn't be dressing in, and you're just like, no, please. Train wrecks of awesome. Don't do it. But bring this girl around, cup it down. Okay, I'll do it. Cup it down. <laughs> I'll cup it down. Back to comics. Um. Video games. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Okay, uh, Circuit City going out of business. Picked don't, up. Uh, don't be fucking picking shit up from Circuit City going out of business. I got a video game. Stuff. That's true. I got uh, NHL uh, 08 for fifteen dollars. NHL 08 for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Here's the thing that's bugging yeah, me. Yeah, that's new. Here's the thing. It's that's totally <laughs> old, but I, I love that game. I do have some new ones. I'll talk about here. Here's so the thing ahead. that bugs me about Circuit City uh, that they're like completely going out of business. And so they lower their prices to exactly what Best Buy is selling new shit for. Yeah. And I'm starting to hear stories because they don't. you can't bring back like HDTVs or anything like that. You can't bring anything back to mm-hmm. a circuit city. Well, it's because they're going to be gone. Right, right. But people are getting home and the fucking screens are cracked on their TVs. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sucks. I read a story that like TV screens, like this family found a TV screen like cracked. They paid 1500 bucks for an HDTV. And it's like, oh, you moron. That sucks. Didn't you read that? So what are these new games you're playing? Uh, still playing a lot of Left 4 Dead. Right. Um, I'm gonna go pick up Killzone 2 soon. I haven't. I'm really excited for that. And VJ Kerr's VJ Kerr, he's it's his favorite game. He beat the game within like. He just played the. He got the game Killzone 2. I talked to him. Uh, I was inviting oh. him to Street Fighter with us. And uh, I called VJ. I go, hey, we're going to go see Street Fighter. VJ did not want to go at all. He was, he was playing more Killzone Two. It's no bench warmers. And he freaking, he freaking got the game. He put it in, and beat it. In one city, because usually you know you, right. you show some moderation. Yeah, he just straight like, up. I I love the first one. Uh, not not another new game, but a game I I love to play is uh, Mass Effect. Like right. my me and my roommates have been having this whole competition to see who's gonna. Play through it first, and there's like three of us playing. And now they're starting. Supposedly they're they're putting up a new Canadian studio just to handle Mass Effect Two. I believe so. so I heard. Some, uh, I saw that trailer, and that's right. kind of interesting. Like, did you did you see that one? No, no. Uh, I'm I'm, so, I'm somebody who hasn't even played Mass Effect One. Uh, really? Yeah, because it's got that RPG elements, and I just see all anything that says RPG. It's like a time sink for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So Even though you've played Grand Theft Auto enough to go back and do all the tiny little missions like blow up yeah, yeah, yeah. innocent seagulls. <laughs> I love to shoot stuff. So, yeah. uh, and this what does game, that say about me? It, uh, I mean, I, I love those Bioware games and I think this is cool because it's it's all based upon like really talking to people and for some reason I've never really thought that would be interesting but in this it's like you have all of these relationships within game characters. Yeah, man, that's cool. As your um, actual life degrades around you. Exactly, correct. So I, <laughs> have you been playing? I was going to ask him about Killzone too. Okay. Is it, is it the Halo killer that people are talking about? Like people are saying that this is Sony's killer 
uh, Halo Killer that's better than I, I really haven't played it yet, but okay. I mean the first the first one was we'll come back amazing. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 are you, what, what you going to talk about? I'm guessing it's Street Fighter Four. Yeah, I mean that's like the biggest game that's come out recently. Right. Right. Shipped uh-huh. two million copies. It shipped two million copies in like its first week. Okay. No, by comparison, DC versus Mortal Kombat shipped 1.8 million copies since November. Oh wow! So you got trumped hard. Or you've got okay. uh, Rock Revolution for the Wii that sold like five copies. <laughs> so, so did I, you hear about that? No. Yeah, yeah. Some, I, I, I don't know if copies. it was just five, but it's a, a complete small amount. That's like really like that. I, I read on Slash Gamer some time back, Uh-oh. and I, you I might as well put that over on the internet. Something. <laughs> so, 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 how is this game? It's pretty good. Uh, ben and I made a night of it uh, a few like last week. And uh, we just got a bunch of beers, and since I'm really poor, I got this... Oh, warning! Warning for everybody. Never get um, this one beer, because, you know, I'm poor. I don't yeah. have money. Right. I'm like, you know, Ben's coming over, you want to be a good host, and, you know, we're, we're, I like the taste of um, two beers delicious, we'll go. Right. We'll just get a few, and I'm, and I'm looking on the in the supermarket aisle, which you can do in California, and uh, I saw the cheapest thing, and I'm like, dude, 18-pack for, like, seven ninety nine. <laughs> I am so down. This is great, yeah. and I'm like, and and I'm like, it's it's called a caguama. No, Cagua- oh, dude, the Mexican and, Budweiser of awesome. No, no, <laughs> no caguama is this uh, turtle. I've never seen it before. It's the I feel turtle like it popped out of nowhere. It's blue. It has a turtle on it, and it's Costa Rican. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is Central American. Do you, do you think it's bad that it's close to the word, the Spanish word cagada? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think it's bad that caguana? The first thing I think of is cagada, which, which means, is a fucking diuretic fucking species, like it a fucking a giant dumb. dumb. One of my roommates actually enjoys this particular beer, and I was kind what of a racist so, asshole. So, so, you so, met him, so you, that dude Javier. So you drank, like, yeah, you drank so this cagada. You drank the cagada. We drank the cagada, yeah. and um, <laughs> honestly, because you know we think eighteen cases of beer. I'm like, let's down this, Ben. And I tried one. We'll be when fucking I got each home. other in no time. <laughs> and, I tr- <laughs> and I tried one when I got home. And it's honestly like watered down Pabst Blue Ribbon, which everyone thinks tastes like watered down Budweiser, which mm. everyone thinks tastes like watered down beer. Right. So it's like basically like some like if someone peed some <laughs> beer out, it would taste better than Kaguama. It's the worst shit ever. And you know, it's at the terrible. very least, you're like, you know what? I just I'll drink. <laughs> Play Street Fighter. You <laughs> 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 got the review yet? <laughs> And um, essentially, <laughs> it was the worst. We're like, oh, God, Jesus. But at the very least, you'll get drunk, right? No, and you, you'll yeah. Like, and if the, nope, we each had five within like an hour. Nothing. Really? So we're just sitting here torturing ourselves with absolutely no sometimes pain. I, sometimes I sit here and I go, mm, could Brian get more pathetic? He can't! <laughs> so Ben and I are just sitting there drinking as much as we can, getting absolutely no payoff, just downing this shit like it's fear factor. Um, oh man, you're and, essentially, oh, and speaking of uh, Central Amer- and uh, Hispanic things, Street Fighter 4 is really fun. It's essentially a fighting. It, you know, it's your regular Street, Street Fighter. Fighter game. Right. It's, it's, what, it's your regular Street Fighter Capcom style game. It's uh, it's fun. It's slightly faster feeling, and it's a little more fluid than the uh, Street Fighter things. And it's cool because you know all the backgrounds on the old Street Fighter games, how they would have people like yeah, yeah, yeah just all that shit. All those people, all those people interact a lot more with. You can like, throw, pick them up and throw them at people. Well, no, when you when you fall, for example, there's right. like a fat kid who like falls off his balance. Yeah. And like, there's all that stuff. So it's so that's kind of like a cool addition mm-hmm. and. Every character is. He's in a kaguama. So every um and every character has a, a backstory that they show you, and it's all really cool looking anime actually, and so it brings you into like a little anime movie, and it's really fun, and they have all these characters. One character was, our, know, was yeah. our particular <laughs> favorite, um because I'm just like we're like I've never heard of this character. And uh, we he's look new. at the yeah. his new character. He's called El Fuerte, mm-hmm. and El Fuerte is a Mexican wrestler uh-huh. um, who his his story starts out. And essentially, what it's about is he needs to find a good recipe. So it's he, like a gala. Uh, so he <laughs> is going to, and everything he makes is a cagada. Yeah. It's horrible. And so what he needs to do is he needs to find um, 
uh, his solution for it is he's going to enter the Street Fighter tournament in order to see what all the best fighters in the world eat and make the best meal ever. It's the worst fucking character description I've ever heard. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. It's horrible. And the character just kind of flies around. If you hold down low kick for about three seconds, Liu Kang style, mm-hmm. um, and you let go of the thing, it has a thing called a, uh, uh, what's it called? Burrito a, Blast? No. Quesadilla <laughs> Smash. Mm. And um, they have a burrito blast. They have a guacamole dash or something like that. They have all these things which are just so racist. (laughs) Well, first you got a character named El Fuerte. Yeah. So and and it's just like really El Fuerte. Oh, oh, oh! You know those? You know when you beat someone in Street Fighter, what happens when you beat someone in Street Fighter? Fuck, I don't remember. Okay, one of your okay, you get the character that won, and you have them saying like, do a little it, cheesy one liner. They do right, some dancers, right. right? And so, um, what happens with <laughs> one of El Fuerte's things when he tells you, you know, it's like you win. It's like oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I have nothing to say to a loser like you. Blah blah blah. El Fuerte's thing is tortillas are great. You can broil them, fry them, anything you want. It's a, I'm gonna go die now. Something like that's that's his shit. That's what he says to people after he beats them. And then sometimes after you beat them, he's like, "Hey, come on over. I'll cook you a meal." Sometimes it, it just feels like someone in the Capcom office is, is like sitting there going, "You know what? We're we're trying to ship a lot of unions to South America. Let's maybe make a character that'll appeal to them." But don't spend too much time on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's. But so. anyways, it's fun. It's a fighting game. Ben apparently is horrible at fighting games, and uh, he's good so, at this. So no. And um, we uh, yeah. and so uh, we switched off and we played through the story with a bunch of characters and I played some Geekscapist online. I played Shu online uh-huh. and just kicked my ass. He's good. Like, yeah, if you're gonna be good at this game, you can't stick to your old Street Fighter guns. You have to learn that new Capcom like you have a special move that you need to bring out and that takes away half your life. You do you, like, like do a bunch of combos. Well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when, online actually on Destruct on Destructoid, uh, John and I found that um, with that. Uh, with that Bruce Lee clone character, I forgot his name, mm. but with that guy, you can uh, actually do some kind of infinite combo. But only against it's, Seth. And, yeah, but uh, it's only against dudes. Seth and Abel, who's mm. the guy who always throws you, who's yeah. really annoying if you ever fucking play him. They, um, they'll, they'll, they might, they'll probably correct that cheat. Yeah, but it's a, well for the championship stuff. But then, so the new the these ones that came out right now are be, will be valuable. He's like all up in our fucking shit, man. It's like, and another thing, that's why people are like, oh, I wonder how Gilmore would be hosting the show. Guys, great news! I'm so excited to come out of my magic tree and tell you about the fantasy world of... It's like, whoa, dude, slow well, down. I'm holding bring my newsies hat on yeah. my head. Hey, guys! I'm so excited. Yeah. I know. I will, I'll stop moving. But, um, um, but anyways, it's a fun show. Say? It's a regular fighting game. That's what you'll get. It's, a, it's exactly what you expect out of Street Fighter 4. I'm going to keep playing NHL. <laughs> <laughs> 08. I'oh, keep, 08. I'll keep shooting seagulls on uh, GTA. Have you Lost been playing Lost in the Damned? Yeah. Yeah, it's done. I'm Now I'm just like going and When does the, the End is Nigh come out? I, I forget. That's the... The End is Nigh comes out this Wednesday. It came out. Oh, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's Wednesday. Oh, it's already so. out. Oh, shit. It's going to well, suck. I'm, I'm way brawler? behind. Yeah. You're really going to play that? It's it's like twenty bucks. Really? Maybe Forget not that. Then. It just looks like it just looks like the same guard. It looks like the Warriors. It's like just remake final. If if you're gonna make a brawler, just do what everybody wants an updated fi- final fight. That's what I want. I just want to play final fight. I I, <laughs> yeah. I I pay I played the I paid I played the eight bit Watchmen game. <laughs> yeah, I played, I played the eight bit. Yeah, there's an eight exactly. bit Watchmen game that you put has like three little levels. Yeah, and that was mildly entertaining for what it was. Like, mm-hmm. it was super simple. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see. Continue to annoy us. Mm-hmm. Gilmore over here on the side. The only problem with Gilmore, if you're going to annoy us to the point where it's a detriment to the show, at least do something in front of the camera so that people are like, oh, that's why Jonathan paused. Now you're just sta- like, Why are you putting your ass to us? Like, what are you doing? Is your ass in frame? No. Nah. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, stop doing shit that's like, it's still not. The audience doesn't get how big of a retard you are off camera. <laughs> it would explain why we are positive. Keep and the being mystique like, just a little bit. Is that what you're saying? Like, don't yeah. don't just show the real deal. Like, keep them guessing. I don't know. No, I'm just saying if like he breaks up the show with pauses, like we're like, what the fuck is he doing? You show them the what the fuck is he. You distract <laughs> the hell out of me. 
You're like, I, this you means, want me to, this maybe, means get through more. Maybe get I'll, through, you have two minutes left. Maybe get I'll put more. like, you don't do that. You go like this, and then you turn around and put your ass to my, you turn around and you put your ass towards me. And I'm like, the fuck is that? I get, th- oh dude, I get this. I get, because that's a pretty normal fucking human action. But then you go, yep, just going to do this. That's what I'm looking at, Geekscapist. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at this <laughs> while I'm trying to do your show. I'm doing this. Yep. This all, all the gay Geekscapists are having a great time now. They've never seen your butt like this. Fushna? Now they have. Eat my ass. Um, that being said, uh, next week we've got Ian Kerner talking Watchmen with us. Uh, that's the guy I, I was like, hey, who do, who do I want to uh, have talk can't wait Watchmen? Tomorrow. It's yeah. be, uh, Ian. And then um, that's that. You guys can find us on Facebook. You can be our friend. You can go ahead and uh, can join they our be group. My friend? They can be your friend, Mr. Head. Da, 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 da. Uh, go to MySpace, myspace.com slash geekscapenet. Friend us up if you even go to MySpace anymore. And then, of course, we've got our own little hood. It's called Geekscape Net. That's where we hang out. Is it? Yeah, it's, Geeks- it's called Geekscape Geekscapefreakin.net. And uh, we hang out there on the forums. We hang out there publishing news stories. Gilmore does a lot of that. You can find us there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Zach pops up every now and then when he's not with a mystery girl who I have yet to cup. But well, we'll hopefully soon. Yeah, hopefully soon. Like another fortnight. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, that's our episode. No we'll one's see. impressed by Fortnite anymore. Yeah, he was. I was super. I, I was, was really like, turned on just now. <laughs> cut to this girl, and she's like, uh, she doesn't have to. <laughs> she, she like doesn't have to do anything to impress him. He's like, ooh, that's so sexy when you do that. She's like. Can you move my chair? I'm kidding. I don't even know this girl. I'm already talking to you. Uh, but I would still cup. I am the time cup. I have to make sure. Uh, I have to make sure the future is safe. Replicating. That's why I do it. Um, I, oh, I work for an entire agency of time cups. Uh, <laughs> it's my new science fiction movie. Speaking of time cups, you're out of cup? Yeah. Okay. We'll see you guys next week, I think, is what you're saying. <laughs>